Blue. It's your host with the most, Victor Lara, aka the Jefe que te parece. <laughs> we got you guys with a whole new podcast. You know, we got some new people, so we like to introduce them. So, how we introduce you guys is you guys are going to say your name, how old you are, and how long you've been here with Time for Change. Maybe your high school too, for the sake of this episode. So my name is Rosie. I'm 17, and I've been with Time for Change since last year in May. Yeah. A year? <laughs> yeah. Oh, your anniversary? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do anything nice? Uh-huh. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm Jovan Dangerfield, executive director of Time for Change, and back in the building with Vic, and watching him do his thing. It's been awesome. Just happy to be back in the building. I'm Melanie Barella. I am 15, and I've been with Time for Change since February, so a couple of months. Okay, so this episode we're going to be talking about uh, COVID and how it's affected, you know, you guys' high school careers or lives, you know, and how you guys feel about it, you know. So my first question is, you know, how do you guys, how do you guys see high school? You know, I remember me growing up in high school, I wasn't a big fan of it, but, you know, when I think about it now, it's got to get your education and you know how do you what is your guys's favorite thing about high school right now uh, my favorite thing about high school is just being able to go out and hang out with my friends and just having that like little percent of liberty or freedom that I'm gonna have when I'm 18 and not paying taxes yeah um, my favorite thing about high school right now is I think probably the one-on-one again because I don't think I really had much help in my classes during quarantine. So that's that's probably the biggest thing for me right now. Okay, so, you know, talking about that, you know, how has the pandemic, the COVID-19 affected your guys' you know, high Mental school? Health and, yeah, just yeah. everything in general, you know, learning. Because I know a lot of people aren't online learners, so how has that affected you guys? Uh, academically, it, it, oh my God, it did the worst for me. I, I think I only showed up to class like 26 times wow. the whole year. And it wasn't that I was lazy. It was just that like, I, I, I can't learn through a screen, you know? Like if I'm not there in person getting that in-person experience, then I'm not really learning. It feels like really, feels fake, you know? Mm. But like personally, it, quarantine actually did a lot of good things for me. Which was surprising because um, like before quarantine i was like really really shy like i would not talk to anybody like like oh my god you had to like really get in <laughs> to talk to me and like during quarantine uh i actually branched out a lot and i made a lot of new friends mm. and yeah I, it's just like that being that time being alone where i could like actually find myself and like discover that i i actually hate art like i've been doing it since i was a little kid but i hate it so much wow and then, I don't know, I just found out a lot of good things about myself. I'm spiritual. Um, I'm a very down-to-business person. <laughs> <laughs> I knew um, that. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, academically, I, oh my God, it was, it was terrible. But socially, it was really helpful. Being a millennial, for me, and looking at Gen Z and how they responded, and it was just kind of unique to see so many people be sad about not going to school because I mean all I ever did was pray <laughs> that something would stop us from having to go 
and that never happened for us and so to watch you guys do that and like see the impact that it really did have on your mental health like how big congregating really meant to you guys and how big of a deal it was for you to get out the house um it, it really had an impact on you know us millennials to see you guys like that i felt really bad for you guys but like covid robbed you guys of the opportunity to enjoy the full high school experience like you're about to graduate right yeah and do you feel like you know like dang you know like, i feel like i'm a sophomore it's wow. weird it's weird that's crazy miss that year of social development mm -hmm. wow what about you how how's your experience been i think i agree with jovan more than i agree with um rosie because i think like when COVID had first happened i was like 12 and i feel like the biggest thing for my mental health that I feel like I, that I've talked about with like people who have like helped me through my stuff is that like sometimes I still feel 12 because I didn't like have time to like be around other people or like enjoy that year, I think. So yeah, that was like pretty big for me. Um, and yeah, just like not having a chance to like enjoy that for like a solid like couple of years was I think pretty, it was pretty crappy. But yeah. You feel robbed? I don't know if I feel robbed. I think things happen and like circumstances and stuff. But yeah, there's no, there's really no point in like tossing blame to people. But like, I feel robbed. Yeah. I was, I was class of 2020, so I didn't get to walk graduation. What? I didn't have no prom. I didn't have nothing. <laughs> and it was like the last month, like last two months of school. So it was like, dude, we're already here. Like, like just let's just do it. <laughs> but. I got robbed. <laughs> Straight up. Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> COVID came in and jacked me. <laughs> now, it's crazy because those people that, like, weren't good students during COVID really became, I mean, before COVID, became worse students during COVID. I so, mean, yeah. They're promising they were on them Zooms. I don't, I don't, I don't know what's on the other side of that screen. <laughs> Spider-Man, Batman, whatever, Power Rangers. But people were failing out of school. People were not prepared to go to the next level and i think that was that's the hardest part to me to see somebody be academically developed enough to go into the world but not socially developed enough to thrive in it yeah and i think it takes an adequate amount of social development to thrive in this world when i come to you and i say hello how are you because of covid some of you guys are like <laughs> just like that though <laughs> What's going on? Are we having a moment? But really, you missed those years to be able to learn how to deal with people your own age and deal with people that were older and be out in the world. And I think that disconnect really brought us to a place where we're really not able to connect the same because we haven't practiced enough. Um, that's why I'm thankful for like groups like this and initiatives like this because we got to practice. Yeah. You know, like he said before, before all this, you know, I wasn't really as social as I am now. But now you see me out, and I'm like, oh, what's up, dude? <laughs> yeah. I'll be talking. I, I don't stop talking now. <laughs> and you're always talking about something. Yeah. Something for real. You open your mouth, you got a lot to say. Yeah, it was a, COVID was rough, I'm pretty sure, for all of us. Especially you, like, you're a senior, and you're a sophomore? Yes. So, all right, talking about that. Senior. You're <laughs> yeah, fifth year. Don't judge. <laughs> Yeah. Super, super, super. 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 <laughs> 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 All right, so uh, you know, talking about that, how do you think it's affected? So I'm pretty sure it's affected both of you guys a little differently. You know how you said you you kind of started, 
you know, COVID when, you know, your first few years and now you're there and you feel like a sophomore. So talk a little bit about that. How, you know, once you came back, how was that? Like, dang, I've already been in high school for two years, but it doesn't even feel like it. Yeah, it it was, I don't know, it felt like, because I, I got out my freshman year. Uh, that's when they took us out. So when we came back, it kind of felt like, oh, okay, well, I'm still a freshman, you know? But I had, like, the whole year to look forward to. And it's like, not only do I have the whole year, but I'm a junior, you know? Like, what happened that year that I missed? And it was especially really bad for my school. Um, because whenever we came in and we were freshmen, uh, they were rebuilding a lot of the, building, the buildings. Um, so there was, like, fences up everywhere. So you had to, like, take super long routes mm-hmm. to, wow, <laughs> to get to class. And then I come back and all the gates are down and I'm like, where's all the classrooms, you know? So now I have to like find new pathways and then it turns out I could have just went over here and it would have been quicker. It's really weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just like to to agree with you, I feel like I was robbed. Yeah. I feel like I... Well, like a lot of us felt like we were robbed. Even, you know, some of those adults, right? They, you know, we had Cabo trips. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't go. It ain't as important as high school or nothing <laughs> like that. But we had a bunch of stuff that we wanted to get to. Um, and here's the thing about life, right? Everybody has plans. And nothing ever comes and tells us your plans may not pop. You may not get to do. You may not get to go. So it's like, man, I want to, I can't wait until summer or whatever. And when COVID came, it was like, damn. And then the people that were trying to still get it on, they kept getting sick. So it was like, mm, yeah, don't stay out the way. I think this thing is for real. Six, six feet away. Yeah, and the concerts were gone. And I think, I think that had a lot to do with it too, because not only did you experience like the loss of school, but we also like shifted culture. Like we had to rely more on digital stuff. Yeah, we had to really live on the internet. We were already living on the internet, but when, after COVID, we really live on the internet. So everything we were doing, seeing, watching, came from the internet. Um, once again, that's good and bad because when you don't interact with people enough, it's hard to connect. And I think we're really disconnected as a people right now just because of COVID and the mental health like fallout from it, you know? You know, have you guys seen any of those changes that Jawan was talking about, especially now? Like when you guys talk to your friends or whatever, like do you guys feel you guys aren't socially in touch? It's like, you know what I mean? Or yeah um when i came back though oh my there was this one friend that i had and she was like really innocent nice you know girl and then we come back and she's like cussing and stuff I'm like <laughs> what, what, what words what words <laughs> <laughs> give me an example yeah give me <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> <Look at that. laughs> yeah podcasts are fun all right sorry as you were saying uh, yeah no i feel uh I feel like I, because I was a freshman, so I feel like I missed a really important development in like some of my best friends. Because I would still talk to them online, but it was online. Mm. Um, I came back and some of them were taller than me. I was like, what? That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Bill? I don't know. I think it was probably just the fact that like a lot of us feel super grown up now, but like we're still super young. So like for me, it was like, wow that's crazy the world didn't stop for two years it kept going and now i'm like way older but yeah i don't know that was pretty much it i don't know if there's a super significant change in the people though i think obviously in the way that people think about certain things like um like i I don't want to be super dark but like uh 
a depth perception. Like people know that like we're not indestructible. Indes- how do you say that word? Indestructible. Yeah, people know that we're not like we're not like gonna live forever. Immortal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I want to ask a question too. How do you guys at your group or your age groups or wherever it is like? How did you feel like COVID affected the already what you would consider antisocial? Because for some people, you know, they were already not wanting to engage, and, and and then COVID gave them an opportunity to do that. Do you think it had like a like worse effect, or do you think they were just like kind of like a like a fish in water? I mean, for me, I felt like, you know, before COVID, I was in the streets and doing this and doing that. So then after COVID hit, I used that as an excuse to not be social. Mm. I remember, like, you know, I had my friends, like, hey, bro, let's go do this. I'd be like, hey, man, we can't, you know. <laughs> we, got, we got a pandemic going oh, on. Oh, <laughs> so it I helped you. I can't do that. So oh. I felt like it helped me. Mm. kind of robbed nobody during COVID. I mean, I felt robbed out of, like, the high school thing, but I felt like it was a, you know, blessing in disguise a little bit. Oh. I said you couldn't rob nobody else during COVID. <laughs> get out in them streets. Nah, I could, yeah, yeah. I was, was like, bro, we got to stay six feet away from them. He going to rob nobody six feet away. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, I, I feel like it made some already antisocial people a bit, um, a bit aggressive, honestly. Oh, um, wow. Because there's always been like kids that would like sit alone at lunch, and you could always like try going up to them and talking to them and being like, hey, you know, are you okay and stuff? But now it's like if you do that, somebody's gonna like look at you weird that they're gonna like start cussing you out and it's like, oh. For real? Yeah, it happens a lot, a lot. Hmm. I didn't know about I wasn't aware of this. <laughs> That's <Wow>. crazy. <laughs> um, I think I agree with Victor. I had a reason to tell people that I don't wanna hang out with them. Like, I had a reason to be like, no, girl, I'm not going with you. But like, yeah, because I, I don't know, I've never been super outgoing, so it wasn't like a big deal for me in the social sense. Um, but yeah, but not having the option is also super, like it makes you feel like you're in a box, because it makes you feel like, well, I don't have the option about going out, so like, um, that makes you feel a little bit trapped. But yeah. I mean, and then at the beginning, people didn't even care, you know, they're still having yeah. parties and stuff. All I knew is I didn't have to go to work for it. You know, <laughs> like, oh, people didn't right. care, but yeah. after, you know, like you said, when people started getting sick, they're like, oh, this is real. Like, I ain't kidding about this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was a it was an interesting experience. I feel like we all learned something from it. But you know, whether good or bad, you know, we learned something. Yes, <laughs> you know, like, you know, going back to us being students, do you guys feel like the, you know, COVID-19 taught you guys how to be a better student or you know they give you give you a little skills to you know study you know because you're not at home no more you're at home now so when you go home do you have skills that you didn't have before um honestly for me no (laughs) 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 Um, uh, because like i said i I neglected school um but before i was like i was really good i was like so good at english and Mm. Um, I was really good at math. I was good at English and math, and I was like very eloquently spoken. Um, so are. <laughs> and then um, we come back, and it's like time to write an essay, and it's like, what is? I know, I know what this word is, but what does it mean? You know, and it's like, I feel like my vocabulary got a lot smaller, and I like, you know, trip over my words a lot, and it's like, I really, I really needed that year, and I. Did that affect your confidence? A little bit, yeah. I can speak to that one because I finished. Um, I finished my master's during COVID, and yeah, and that's kind of like the reason I did, because it was like, this is the perfect time 
And plus, I kept going out when I wasn't supposed to be. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> it was one of those. I was one of those, like, <laughs> it's hard to let go. Like, this club's still cracking. It's <laughs> like poor people. <laughs> and they're all six feet yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody see me on the internet, like, eh. I'm like, you can't judge me. Uh, I was one of those, right? So I finally, when I had to finally, like, sit this narrow tail down, I was like, okay, let me just finish this. And yet and still for me, I'm speaking only for me, Nothing's the same without human connection. Nothing. Not 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 college, not the Super Bowl, not nothing. Even when it came on that year, it was whack. Everything's <laughs> whack without human interaction, bro. Who so, even went to the Super Bowl that year? Yeah, why well, everybody <laughs> was on the couch, right? And then the NBA Finals were like with all these cardboard box, you know, out and cutouts. And I was just like, I'm good. So for me, I had a terrible experience. Um, it was that much harder. It was that much harder to do things via email and ask for, you know, tips and it just nothing felt right for me. I did finish on technicality. <laughs> That's how I finished school too. Like, it's like I didn't, I didn't do anything either. But it's like, it's oh, no, you know what's crazy? We had a, we had a, I guess like at our school we had contracts where like if you miss too much you you have to go. And like you can't miss school. So when COVID hit, like all that erased. And I had a friend who wasn't even going to walk with us because he didn't go to school no more. And then like he ended up walking. Wait, we didn't walk, but you know that little like drive through walk mm-hmm. or whatever it was. Oh, he ended up walking and I was like, bro, you ain't even going to graduate. <laughs> COVID helped you. <laughs> How's he doing now? I haven't talked to him. But, you know, I hope he's doing good. <laughs> um, so... You know, talking about some of the stressors that COVID's brought us, like, what do you guys think was, like, the biggest stress that, it, you know, when, like you said, you didn't go to class, like, was it stressful because it was just online? Like, you wanted, like, dude, I need help with this. Mm-hmm. Was there any way you guys could contact your teachers, like, hey, you know, can you guys help me with this? Or, you know, what was the biggest stressor for you guys during your COVID-19 experience? The biggest stressor for me was just, like, getting the motivation to be able to do to do it. And it's like, it's like I don't really have enough motivation as it is, but, like, I'm a sophomore, and I got to graduate. Like, I got to make this up either junior year or I got to, like, be in workforce senior year. Like, mm-hmm. I have to make this up. But it was just, like, the motivation of, like, I don't, I don't want to, like, go out and do this. And we had, like, so many assignments every single day. There was, like, six assignments a day for a class. Wow. It was like, I don't. <laughs> I can't, you know, but yeah. So it was, it was just my motivation. Were you like failing in that time frame at all, or not? Uh, no judgment. No, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> She's like, I was gonna lie. <laughs> 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 okay, cool. What about you? How were, how were your grades during the situation with COVID? My grades were like moderate. I don't know if they were, they weren't super bad, but like, I didn't know. I also didn't feel like I was learning anything, so. I just kind of would like go through the assignments or like sometimes I would just straight up cheat like I would just like go <laughs> like which camera can I look at? I was like no I was like come this on this does not reflect this. time for change <laughs> I was like they're making it too easy for us like come on mm. but like in terms of like things that I didn't understand I feel like I mean you could have like emailed the teacher but like it wouldn't be the same if she like explained it to you in person so yeah I want to know more about the cheating first. <laughs> what, 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 like, how does it go down? How does cheating go down? Yeah, like in this particular instance. Well, I remember specifically in like eighth grade, which was like the first couple of years okay. 
of COVID was like, my history class was like my least favorite because I would just not pay attention. And I don't know if it was the teacher or what, but like, it was just so boring to me, so I wouldn't pay attention. And like, I don't know, we talked about like something, like some painting, and I was like, I don't know what that is, I'm just gonna Google it. (laughs) Oh, your AI approach, huh? Yeah. Okay, I gotcha. Okay, cool. Um, I was just saying like, did you guys see, a change in like the way the teachers motivation like did they seem like they, they didn't like it either because you know you guys were there i never went to a zoom meeting but you know <laughs> after covid it but it's still hard to get you guys on a dang zoom meeting now <laughs> exactly oh, so that's why <laughs> probably because they're on it too long but did you guys see like a lack of motivation like teachers are not even like like did you see them feel stressed because they can't help you guys not really when we were like in quarantine it was whenever we came out of quarantine that like everything's online now you know like canvas like pear deck all that stuff it's like i don't you know (laughs) um but yeah but during during quarantine our teachers were pretty helpful um they would you know like try to get the class up i remember i had this one teacher um she did this thing i think it was called like like peaceful meditation or laughing medicine or something um, but we would like go out and we would like basically start like laughing a bunch and that would sort of, that would like make us happy. So mm, that's cool. So what about you? Did, did you see a change in in that or you know, like she said afterwards, I feel like teachers still to the day. So I was in college and they're like, dang, I hate this online stuff. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> did you see a change in that? Not really. I think there was more of a frustration afterwards because people didn't know what they were talking about. Like in classes, I feel like, especially with the cheating stuff, because it was just too easy to cheat and that people still like passed to the next grade level and then they would get to like a lesson and then they wouldn't know what to do on a test or a quiz. And then and then teachers were like, how do you not know what to do? I think that that was probably the most frustrating thing for them. But I don't like I don't think they like I think they enjoyed their time at home. I don't think that they were super stressed about it in my opinion it seemed to me that they were always passing kids to the next grade because i graduated with some dudes it's like ain't no way mm-hmm. <laughs> so you didn't even show no way <laughs> barely could read yeah uh, you know i had a few yeah. so COVID, i think COVID <laughs> made that worse i mean a lot of it had to do with us not being so prepared to deal with it i mean even saw churches try to go digital it was a mess it was like one dark, blurry camera, two guys up front singing, one guy preaching. It was, you think I'm coming to this church all lot? You were out your mind. <laughs> so <laughs> a lot of people just weren't ready, and it was terrible. Um, yeah, for me, it, it, the whole thing, the whole thing. Is there any experience that you guys feel like if you guys had the chance to change during COVID, like, you know, to make things a little better, would you guys have done it? I would have. Like, what's something you would have changed? About like COVID. Itself? Yeah. Oh. Um. Or during your school experience, at least. No, I, I, I didn't like school, but I, I didn't. I can't think of another way that it should go. I should have just went out more. I don't know why, but I was like still on the electronics, and I should have went to the park. I should have hooped. I should have hiked. Yeah. Bakersfield, you could die because in the summer it's hot. Right? <laughs> other than that, I should I, I feel like I should have been taking the opportunity to get more active, and I, I really passed that opportunity up in the name of work. Was kind of whack. 
I think I kind of agree with Joanne, but not really in the active sense because I was chilling, like I just sat on the couch. But like, <laughs> I was like, I think I missed the opportunity to get to get to know myself better. Cause wow. I think like, I don't know, like people would work out at home, but like, girl, are you exercising your mind? Not really, cause I'm on Instagram all day. So like, I don't know, I feel like that was pretty damaging too. And it was so blatantly obvious on the internet because people would do the most random stuff in their homes. And I'm like, read a book. <laughs> but like, but like, I should have also been doing the same thing. Like, I definitely. Y'all judging? Yeah. Read a book. Yeah. yeah. Like, other comments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 like whipped coffee. I was like, girl, come on. Like, go to the library. But like, no. But like, I was definitely not any better than they were. But yeah, I think that was probably the thing that I could have done better. It gave us a lot of time to focus on negativity too. Like, let's say absent COVID. All the tension and all the stuff that pops off that year racially and all that other stuff. Like, had we not been at the house chilling, I think it would have had less of an effect. It still had a major effect, but I think it would have had less of an effect. Because, like, think about it. Like, versus where they were got all that stuff came as a result of everybody knowing that nobody had nothing to do. So every headline that hit, we were, we were there. We were there, and I seen the people. Like those, some of the people that went out to protest and stuff like that, they would not have been protesting mm-hmm. if COVID wouldn't have been. They were bored. <laughs> Are you like bored? We gotta got go out the house. Wanna protest? <laughs> yeah. 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 Make a little sign out there, take a TV out of Walgreens, whatever they were doing. They were doing it. And it was really like, had they had other things to do, like they would have done those things. So I think it gave people a lot more time to focus on negativity. A lot more time for us to um, really just manifest how we feel about ourselves. Like we feel ugly inside, and we express that to the world. And it was ugly for a while. Yeah. 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 Is there any passions that you guys learned? You guys had before COVID? You know, since being time at home. Like, is there anything that you said? Like you said, you learned you didn't like art. <laughs> is there anything that you did find like passion towards when you were at home? I kind of leaned more into like the whole um, planting thing because I've, I've always been good with plants. I have like a natural green thumb, not to brag. <laughs> I've, I've always had like a natural green thumb, but it wasn't until like I had the time that I discovered that I really love to nurture things. I really love taking care of things and like seeing the progress. It's it's amazing. So I learned that I really loved gardening and I learned I don't know how to cook. But, yeah. <laughs> Me and you both, sister. <laughs> um, my, I don't know if I discovered a passion, but I think I discovered that I really, really, really appreciate my family because I think before, um, I think when you're not really around people or when you don't realize that our time with each other is limited, we take people for granted. And so I think when I spend a lot of time at home and my mom taught me some stuff about myself, and she taught me some stuff about how she does things or how she's felt in the past and her past experiences. And I realized that we're kind of like the same. She's just a little more grown up than I am. And I realized that like, she's actually super important and that like I should have like known before, but like wow. it, was a, it was a good opportunity to like connect with her a little bit more. That's um, awesome. I learned how to <laughs> I learned nothing. Um, <laughs> I re-picked up piano more. 
because I had let it go a little bit. So it was kind of like I started producing more. I started cutting on more film, not to the level of our legend, AJ. Shout out AJ, wherever you are. <laughs> He's over there. Anyway, <laughs> not to his level, but I was cutting on film. I was just trying to get my hands and stuff and get creative. It felt really good to put stuff together. Um, but afterwards, it was like, all right, I'm off. What am I going to do now? All right. <laughs> Welcome back to Voices for Kern. We are getting to the juicy stuff. So we're going to be talking about a little bit about mental health and how COVID has affected, you know, people's mental health, you know, post COVID. So, you know, the question that I got for you guys is how has or have you guys seen any of your family members or friends like has COVID, like post-COVID, have you guys seen a change in their mental health? Have you guys seen, you know, it get worse, it get better? Have you guys seen something like that? Uh, one of my one of my best friends, he used to be very timid, very shy. Like, he wouldn't talk to anybody, but he was, he was a good student. Um, he would get very shy, and then we come back from COVID, and he's like, he's like all over the place, and he has like all these new friends, and it makes me happy. And he seems really happy, just kind of like, just pushing it down a bit, but... But he seems like a happy guy now, so. That's cool. Man, um, I've seen COVID, a lot of youth that weren't into certain things. I think between the combination between being bored and um, also just not like feeling that they had a purpose turned to a lot of crazy stuff. So it was a lot of dudes I knew that was not banging before COVID that they started banging. Um, they started getting active in the hood, they started um, shooting and, and getting caught and, and going to jail. I've seen a lot of that during COVID. So I think what we don't talk about too is like the, the gang spike um, violence. Even though everyone was inside, the stats on gang violence and robberies went up exponentially. Um, I think that says something about your mental health state and it says something about what we as human beings do when we don't have that internal compass that tells us who we are and what to do. So a man without a purpose does things that he would never do had he had one. And I seen that, and that was terrible because there was a lot of anxiety and depression and anger happening from where I was looking and from where I was serving at that time. You know, a little bit that you talk about that, I remember just going back to my old school and uh, I, talk, I was talking to the counselor there and all the oh, hard things, you know, like after COVID and she was just, she kind of looked at me, she's like, they're good. And then she thought about it and then she was like, ah, she's like, well, she's like, kids got a little worse. She's like, you know, they're they're a little bit more reckless than they were before. Mm. So, you know, I feel like, like you said, you know, I, I feel like they didn't feel like they had a purpose. So now they come back and it's like, we're just going to be reckless because we're going to be reckless, you know. And like you said, a lot of that has to go with mental health because, you know, these like you said, these kids didn't have any anything to really do you know it was just be at home so you know they just they come back out they didn't experience some things that we experienced growing up so it's like you know what are we gonna do with all this balled up energy yeah and look at the images we were looking at during covid they played the george floyd video how many times how many times can you see a guy get choked to death without it start to do something to your psyche while we're already in a full-blown mental mental health and health pandemic then we're watching the rise of the the Klan and other extremist groups. And then we're seeing people on um, Black Lives Matter side fighting and brawling. We saw a lot of violence in 2020 and 21. Like, so that, that was pandemic. And then also 
supplemental fallout from pandemic and it really created uh, uh, I think like the right concoction for a mental health crisis for sure have, have you seen any changes like that I think I agree um, it feels kind of like a not necessarily within my family but within the world itself it feels like especially in the United States it feels like there's just a cold war like um, within us like people just don't like each other and they just want a reason to like fight each other or something um so that part like yeah i mean if people feel like they're bored they they like people are naturally problem solvers so they just want to create a problem if they don't have one and like yeah with all the stuff on the internet like and people making each other feel like they have to choose a side or or just like just blatantly disagreeing with one another i think that's kind of i think that can really like pressure people to like change the way that they are or like i don't know just like change their opinions and just yeah people are super manipulated by a lot of the stuff that's on the internet and i think that especially when it's like stuff that's like rooted in like racial injustice or or like injustice of any kind i think people are like super opinionated and people on the internet or like on the news want to make you feel like you either have to be on like one side or you have to be on the other and i think that like that's kind of why people don't like each other right now but like yeah within like my family like like personal stuff i feel like there's been a lot of growth, but with growth, you have to like see people before they've grown. Like you have to see people like plant a seed. And I feel like planting a seed can sometimes be talking about things that you've never talked about before. And I think that 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 like talking within one another can come from like just being stuck in a house and not having anything else to do. So like. <laughs> Um, I don't know, for me, like, there was a lot of conversations that were had and a lot of emotions that were felt that I feel like I've never seen, like, my mom feel before, like, my brother feel before. And it's, like, I don't know, it's really good. In a way, it's really good because there was a lot that I feel like as a family we solved, but I feel like in the world, if people don't feel like they have to get along, they're probably not going to. Ooh. And, yeah. like, and, yeah. Like, why wouldn't you, though? Like, why wouldn't you be like, yeah, she doesn't feel the same way as I do, so, like, we gotta, like... Fade. Yeah. <laughs> Fade. How, how wise are you? Like, where are you getting all this wisdom? Know, Is it from those books from COVID? No. Like, an owl. I really books. Yeah, they're just like, ow. You know, I, I heard it mentioned that, you know, the increase of use of internet. You know, do you guys feel that, you know, COVID did have us using the internet a lot more, going to social media for all these news and stuff like that. Do you guys feel that that had a big effect on people's mental health as well? Yeah. You know, can you yeah. give a few examples? Of I'll say because social media already has a negative impact on mental health in a normally functioning world when we are, um, and it's no different than back when they used to have like the phone sex operators or the the VR, you guys probably don't know that about that. <laughs> but back in the day, people used to escape via these type of mediums. They used to escape via ER or chat lines. 
There was actually something called a party line. Oh, bro, I just it. heard about you that. You did? Oh, my God. Party line smacked, bro. I was thinking on there and be like, hello, this is Roberto. But it really was just me. Anyhow, they were still all what? Escapes. And the greater point is as we migrate into this, this era and this time, um, there became more of those escapes. And there be, they became more frequent and more normal to say, you're escaping, I'm escaping too. Let's escape via internet. We got people, families that are in the same room and nobody's talking because everybody's on their phone. Then when we get into COVID, now you're on your phone all day because that's where all the content is. That's where everything is. And I think it had a negative effect because it's a lot easier to fight somebody that you're not connected to. Yeah. And I think that the strength of, and even to go into what she was saying, people were looking for reasons to not like each other, looking for reasons to fight. And I've seen that. It's no different than when, when the summer comes, you see more road rage. The same thing, right? It gets hot and then somebody cuts you off. And if it hadn't been winter, you'd been like, ah, oh, bless him. But <laughs> when uh, summer comes, it's like, right? Forget him. Let's do this. Um, and people are getting out the cars and all that. So I think, once again, that concoction of escapism, um, social media addiction really like led us into a point where it just became a lot easier for us to express rage towards each other. Yeah. Um, See it in the comments, you know. Oh yeah, my God, the comment section is a vicious place. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oof. Have you guys seen an increase of this? Even in your schools, you know, like our kids now not talking; they're just on their phones all day. You know, because mm-hmm. yeah, most most kids that I know, um, it's like if we have an assignment, nobody's like you know thinking about it. Nobody's going back to the textbook. It's like pull out your phone and take a picture and then copy the link and find the answer from there. I think everybody's just addicted to the phone mm. yeah it's it's become a point where like your phone is kind of like a reward like if you finish this assignment you guys can be on your phones for the rest of the day that's that's how it is in classes now what the heck? is that good is that bad what's up i don't know but i think i agree with her though i feel like it is kind of a reward and even for me like for me i'm like i gotta finish early so i can text back but like yeah i don't know i don't know if in school there's like a a difference, or at least that I've noticed. I feel like it's kind of the same. People are on their phones regardless of where they are. <laughs> that reminds me, just the other day, I seen something online related to this. Teacher takes a girl's phone. Girl comes behind the teacher and maces him. Yes, he was like, give it back, give it back. He's like, no, no. And then he started walking away. She pulled out the mace. Where'd she get it from? I do not know. <laughs> she pulled it out, hit him with the mace. He falls out on the floor and she's going through his pockets trying to get that phone back. And I thought to myself, and that must be the new iPhone or something, because the way she was going after it was like, something's happening in the synapses of the brain where it's not only I want that, it's like, I'm gonna die without that. And for me, that has to be connected to mental health. Something that is not a part of us that we have, we will die. Like, I, trust me, my phone goes up miss, I'm going to be crying. <laughs> but I'm not macing nobody over this phone. And if you come try to rob me, I'm giving you the phone. But some people who are willing to die, get expelled over the phone, I don't know. Yeah, and I see that even with, like, my little nephews and stuff like that. You know, they have iPads. You take it from them. 
Good luck. <laughs> Good beast. luck. You know, they, they get that like strength, like, dude. <laughs> have you been working out? <laughs> it's like they just get that rage. And, you know, it's like you said, like, you know, you just see these things. And, you know, I, was, I remember, like, I don't even have these things. Like, yeah. I was happy to go outside and play with a rock, <laughs> you know? Is it good, Vic? Is it good? I don't, you know, I personally don't think it's good. You know, like you said, it, it affects your mental health. I, I don't see them going out and talking to people, socializing with them. And, you know, like you said, socializing with people is just like, I think that's what we're made for. Mm -hmm. You know, we got to talk to each other. You know, I feel like when I talk to people who are happy, it makes me happy. When I talk to people who are sad, it makes me sad. And I feel like kids now, they lack that. They don't mm. like, oh, you know, he's sad. Who cares about it? You know, mm. <laughs> just go on our phones real quick. They'll forget about it. So, yeah, I think even further on that, and I want to like, ask you guys what you think about this, but I was just in Vegas, as we know. <laughs> did not win, by the way. But anyhow, I was with all these people, right? And I'm at the Bellagio, I think, at the time. And it seemed like nobody could enjoy the fountains without making sure that they recorded them. And on one side of me, I'm like, cool, capture a memory, right? But on the other side of me, I was like, dang, we can't enjoy nothing without having to capture it. And you get those people that have to capture everything. Vegas ice cream, oh my God. <laughs> Vegas bears, they're like, and then it's like just with the phone. And I, does it obstruct some of your memory? I don't know, but I feel like our fear of missing out has turned into a fear of so much more. Missing out, forgetting, uh, not capturing it, a uh, fight. I was at high school, I was at, me and Kylie were at Greenfield and two people started fighting and everybody in that school busted out that phone and watched somebody get handled. And that made me feel so sad. Like, why do you wanna see and remember this person get pummeled and share it like what do you think that that happens a lot actually especially like in school um like like i'll be trying to like walk to my next class and then everybody's running in one direction and everybody has their phone out and it's like oh airdrop it to me and i'm like whoa <laughs> and you usually can tell like when everybody's running to class nobody's that excited to go to class there's a, <laughs> there's a fight <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then afterwards, it's always like, oh, airdrop it to me. I'll send it to you later. Oh, let me download it on this phone, you know? It's like, there's actually um, Instagram pages that are mm -hmm. like, put, like, like my high school fights and like, you know, different types of things that you like just post high school fights. Dang. How does that make you feel? Just wanting to see that violence. <laughs> yeah. Like, I get it. You want to see boxing. You know, these guys are getting paid for it, but, you know. These kids aren't getting paid to fight. <laughs> so I can't even slip like on a banana peel or on a wet floor and fall without it being immortalized and going viral, high school, Bakersfield viral. And now I have to remember this worst, this terrible experience for like the rest of my life. I That can't be healthy. Why can't I just fall that one time? And just forget about it. Right. Yeah, forget about it. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a, a, a moral question. Is it evil, is it mean, to want to videotape somebody getting destroyed and share it to the whole world? Absolutely. I, I agree. Yeah, I, I, I've seen fights, but I never pulled out my phone mm -hmm. to like, and I was like, hey, you know, it is what it is. 
So you, we all say it is truly mean spirited. I, I think it is, you know, especially like she said, sharing it around, you know, and this kid's just getting beat. Like, you know, what? How is that? How is it gonna affect that kid? You know, when everybody's sharing the video where he got beat up, and everybody's mm. like, "Hey, bro, you got beat up. You got beat up." That's terrible. Like, you know, you never know. Like, you know, going back to mental health, you never know how it's gonna affect them mentally. Like, you don't know if he's gonna come back. You know, and you know, we see a rise now in school shootings. Maybe, hey, bro, you recording me getting beat up? I'm gonna come back and do this. You know, so you know. I feel like all this ties together one way or another, but it ties together. So if the majority is doing that, then is the majority mean? Did we come out of 2020? Are we more mean than we than we are? I feel like nice or loving? Yeah. I feel like, you know, I don't I mean, I'll I'll get a nice person here and there, but I'll get especially working in the fast food business, you know, when during COVID came around, it was just like online pickups. People were angry. Like, what are you mad for? <laughs> Number <laughs> five, like, you forgot. You forgot this. I'm like, bro, you can just tell me, like, yeah, I forgot it, and I'll give it to you. You know, it's like sour. Yeah. yeah. So people, people are just angry now, and you know, also you'll you'll get your person here and there. They'll you know be happy or whatever. But I feel like people are more angry now. I don't know about you guys, but you know, like even you went back to like kids that didn't like to socialize before, and you would go up to them like it'd be whatever. But now they're just mad, like you know, get get away from me, you know, this and that. So crazy. I, I feel I feel it. You know, I see it. I'm pretty sure you guys see it in your schools as well. And you know, like I said, I feel like we just normalize being mean now. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just hey, it's another day. Do we do enough to say when something is mean? Nah, that ain't that ain't cool. Nah. I will. <laughs> But I mean, you guys are in a different generation. There's yeah. a lot of pressure there. But if I see that, I'll be like, nah, that's whack. Like I'm not gonna be with a homie and be like, oh look, you know, let's get. Oh, there goes his teeth. Oh wow, look. Like I'm like, nah, man, get get that out of here. Break it up. Do we do that? No, I think it's more weird to say something than to be mean. Like I think, um, I think it's just more natural to like point something out about someone that's like. That like maybe somebody would think is funny or like when someone falls or when someone's even like sitting alone. And I'm saying that because that's like my experience. I think um, at the beginning of the year there was like a school page where people would like they would put such and such school dash loners and it would literally be like someone sitting what? alone. And I was like, that's terrible. that's really interesting. And I had been put on there, and I remember feeling really really bad. And I don't know. I just I think that it's that it's but I just find it interesting that people like think it's 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 more natural to like be like look at her sitting alone that's that's so embarrassing like imagine not having friends then like going up to somebody and being like hey like how are you because like that's more unnatural now because for me like it would be more natural if like somebody took a picture of me than like somebody coming up to me would be like why is she coming up to me and saying hi like that's super weird which is I don't know I I don't think I've ever said that before. Dang, that's crazy. I'm so glad you said that. I didn't even I know didn't that. Know that. Things. I, I didn't either. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember none of that. You know. Bro, that's evil. <laughs> but no, if you're just chilling alone eating a sandwich, literally, <laughs> like, like you got all kinds of friends, but you just you just want right. to chill by yourself. I'm like I'm day. sitting alone at lunch, like waiting for my friends, and there's like somebody's like flash going off, and I'm like, are you for real right now? Like, and then my friend had like told me he was like. I think you're on the school page. I was like, oh, I was like, no. That's crazy. And what do you? What does one do? I mean, you could say stuff, but I don't really care. I was like, it's not worth it. I don't care. But you did say that. It made you feel bad. 
it did make me feel bad. I mean, why wouldn't you feel bad? For if sure. people like have a certain point of view that like has to be the majority because somebody's like putting it on the internet, people are reposting it or whatever, or, like what have you, like liking it, commenting, being like, look at her outfit or something like that. Like, but that's just an example. Like that has to be the majority of people because it has 64 likes and that page has a hundred and like something followers. You know Dang, what I'm saying? Everybody there. I was like, I don't even get that many likes. And, I, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm out here posting positive it's things. It's just a girl on a bitch. <laughs> what kind of content is that? <laughs> Jesus. And then it's like, we started out subtly being mean post-COVID. Subtly. Remember the whole, um, like, if you got some shoes on that nobody knows, they come up and be like, what are those, right? And I remember seeing that and being like, that is so funny. I never thought about the guy who had the what are those on. <laughs> I never thought about him at first. But now, look what it's graduated into yeah, post-COVID. That's crazy. But I think people have always been mean. I think now they're just better at it. Because, mm. like what you said, like people people were nicer before. No, I, don't, I think I disagree with that. I think people are just showing their true colors now because now it doesn't really matter to people. Wow. I feel like, but I also agree that people are angrier and that maybe that's why. But like, no, I think people have always been mean, wow. from my opinion. What do you guys think? I didn't see none of that. I remember, I remember growing up, there was a kid that when we were in high school, me and my friend, he was like, he was getting picked on. And my friend, I was like, you know, at the time I think about it now, I'm like, I shouldn't have reacted like that. But I kind of bullied the bully so he can learn how to bully. So I took the milk from him and I was like, do it to me then. And then he just looked at me like, what the heck? But, you know, I shouldn't have done that. I should have been like, hey, bro, like, what are you picking on him for? But, you know, I got straight justice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know, we're going to let's go bully the bully. <laughs> but, you know, seeing that, and it's like you said, you know, just imagine what the, that kid is feeling now. You know, you don't know how he's going to react, like I said. No, you don't know how he's going to affect him mentally. He's probably like, dang, you know, I am a loner. Like, you know, you don't know how he's going to feel going back home. No, with no friends, you know. So I just I just think it's crazy. You know, I I, I had never seen anything like that. I didn't even know that was going on. It's insane. Got to report those pages. Snitch on them. I, know. <laughs> I keep telling you, look, snitch. <laughs> you don't have nothing to prove to nobody. <laughs> Sorry, I had to just do my little infomercial. <laughs> All right, guys, so, you know, all these things, you know, this is crazy. Learn a lot. Oh, <laughs> I learn something new every day. This is deep, yeah. This is deep. Uh, what, what kind of services do you guys know that could go and help kids that are having these mental health issues? You know, going back to you guys, is there any mental health services at your guys' schools where you guys can go and reach out or anything out of school? Do you guys know of any of these? When we came back from school after COVID, um, when we got our little ID cards on the back of the ID, it was like, it was a bunch of different resources, like nat National uh, Suicide Prevention Lifeline, Crisis Text Hotline, um, Local Crisis Hotline, Local Domestic Violence Hotline, and those are just to name a few. We'll be putting those up for people that are watching and they need a little bit of help. We'll put these up for them. Got access to them. Do you know of any like local things or even in your school that you can go and I don't know any local ones off the top of my head, but at my school I think it's really important to mention that there's always a counselor and there's always um even more than a counselor, there's a social worker, like there's people that are willing to like listen to you and stuff. That's what I do. Um but yeah. I'll say as far as like adults, what I'm seeing a lot of out there is 
some people are interested in going to counseling or therapy, but they just don't have access or know how. And I know we talked about stigmatization of substance abuse last month, but even now, like, get counseling. And the type of things I hear is like, I don't know if my job off, like offers that, or I don't know if I get that. Then you have, um, I'm not gonna say any names because I don't wanna put any entities down, but there's like a popular entity here that is a medical office, but the only reason they will counsel you is if you have a drug problem. Mm -hmm. So if you can't just be like, I need counseling, I don't feel good. So I think when you weigh that against um, how popular it is to talk about mental health and to talk about post-COVID mental health, we don't have enough resources available. We don't even, so most people don't even know how to get to a counselor or a therapist. Yeah. They don't even know where one's at. And then it's not like you're just picking out a pair of shoes. So then you want to meet them and you hope they're actually good. So that's been tough for a lot of people to get the therapy that they really quite frankly need. What kind of services do you guys feel that would help? You know, like you said, counselors and social, I don't remember any social workers in my high school, but I remember counselors and stuff like that. You know, what kind of services do you guys think would help you know, these people who are out here looking for help, maybe, you know, more, how do I say, more exposure to these, or what do you guys feel is, would help? I think my school uh, covered the whole, like, you know, getting help very well. Um, we have a bunch of, like, QR codes all over the, uh, all over the school of, like, oh, scan this if you need to talk to the counselor, scan this if you need any mental help. Um, scan this if you want to go to like the LGBTQIA club. Um, yeah, so I think maybe just putting out putting it out there more in a very obvious way would be like very very helpful. Helpful. What about you? Um, mine kind of does the same thing that Rosie's does. Like it literally like you just have to scan the QR code and then you can make an appointment with the counselor or whoever, and then they'll call you in as soon as they can. Um, but for me like the biggest thing that people can do to help themselves is to ask like for me like that's what it was i think coming back from COVID, especially like i wasn't good and i had to like realize that i wasn't good mm -hmm. and so but like even more than that just like realizing that i needed help from someone that like could give it to me and i had to look for it myself like i had to to like put my pride away and be like hey like I, like I need some help. Like I feel like, you know, you can do counseling at school for me. Um, I see a social worker every Friday, but, um, but that's because it's difficult to find therapy here. Um, but yeah, I've been referred to multiple therapists, but it's because I ask for help. I think there's only so much we can do. Like there's only so many signs we can put up, but yeah, I think it's all in, in whoever needs the help. Wanting to help, just ask. <laughs> you <laughs> like just go look for the help, and you'll find it. You know, ask, and you shall find. <laughs> That's crazy. That's deep. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Do I need help? <laughs> and is it is it is it bad for us to just talk to somebody? You know, is it like what's wrong with you? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and I don't mean what's wrong. Like, what's bothering? You. I mean, like, what's wrong with you? because you need to talk to somebody, I think we need to ditch that. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't feel anything is super wrong with you, you still need to talk to somebody. Like, imagine if we would've just had people to talk to during COVID and, and after, just about how we're feeling and put the, put that energy somewhere good. Yeah, especially now seeing all these things, you know, 
people dying left and right. It's like it's just it's normal now. Yeah. You know, you you say, oh, it happened again. You know, it's and all this before COVID. I you know it was around, but I didn't see it as much. But now it's just like every day it's something new. It seems more prevalent to me. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I feel like you know people who need help go out and get it, ask for it. You know, there's nothing wrong with asking for help. That's you know, it's it's only gonna do you good. You know, so. I just dang. This is good. I learned a lot. I learned a lot today. Yeah, you guys, you guys really got my socks off for this, for real, for real. You put us on to so much that I didn't even know. I will never let you be quiet in a time for change meeting ever. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, you got to talk. You're brilliant. Yeah, you're brilliant. So Rosie, you too. It was crazy, honestly. Uh, hopefully you guys learned a little something new too, and hopefully you guys can go and ask for help if you guys do need it, and. Yeah, just stay live. You know, we're at coming up to an end. And I'd like to ask you guys one question. Talk to me. What time is it? It's time for a change.